from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Welcome in, everyone. John Lee and Eddie in the morning here on Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM and 94.5 FM. Streaming online at Radio.com and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you so much for joining me today. It is Wednesday, June 3rd. We've got a great show in store for you today. Father Dwight Longenecker is coming up at 7.15. Father Dwight is a very popular blogger. Uh, online speaker. He is a convert. He's been on the show before. Um, he was a, uh, a priest. Well, yes, he was a priest uh, and then converted, a Protestant minister, excuse me, and then converted to become a priest uh, here in uh, the Catholic Church. We're going to talk to him about his new book, Immortal Combat, uh, from Sophia Institute. Looking forward to having Father Dwight coming up at about 7.15 today. Bo Bonner coming up uh, today, the Director of Mission and Ministry at Mercy College of Health Sciences. Uh, we're going to have him on to talk about the Holy Spirit. Going to get a little bit deep in the theology of the Holy Spirit uh, today. I think the, the Holy Spirit is probably the most misunderstood uh, and really the most, uh, I'd say, looked to or prayed to of the Trinity. We're going to talk to Bo Bonner on why that's a mistake and how we can rectify that in our own spiritual lives today. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Sowell. And we'll have your Saint of the Day coming up in the second half hour as well with both of those guests. We're going to fill up this show plenty, I promise. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. How are you doing on this uh, Wednesday morning, the day after all the elections? Well, I'm doing fine. I don't know about you. Oh, on on vapors, you know, that that (laughs) storm this morning at 4 a.m. For some reason, I just happened to hit it just right and heard that go through and brought some uh, severe weather, a little hail down in Winterset, some of it baseball size in parts of southern Iowa, and they're getting the brunt of it now. So we missed... We missed the early storm, but they're getting it later. Yeah, do you get uh, so? Do you get home what pretty late, eleven midnight? Yeah, about that time oh. uh, after election, post election. Yeah, it ranged that way. It went pretty well. Hats off to all the the poll workers out there and the people that were on the front lines. They did a great job. At least uh, I can speak for the ones in Polk County. I think statewide the same way. It's a it's a long day, as they all know. They get to recover. So do we. I yes, need, it is. I need that. I told Deacon Tony, I need a nap after the between segments here, John. I was going to say, yeah, go lay down, man. Uh, set that alarm. Yeah, I'll write you a note, Mark, so you can do that. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that, Deacon Tony. I, need that. I knew I wouldn't get that from Mr. Lee and Eddie, but I knew I'd get that uh, from Tough on, toughen up. Come on. Um, you know, we have a, uh, we're, this is, uh, what is this, birthday eve for uh, <laughs> you and uh, some guy, some guy is my son. I don't, I don't get to celebrate a week-long birthday like my wife does, so I, I, I just get the day. <laughs> my wife now, it's Thank a week-long goodness. celebration. Sometimes she'll even extend it a little bit. <laughs> so that's that's the way it works in the Leonetti household. But yes, tomorrow's the Let day. Let her know. 
let your beautiful bride know I got the parade route all set up for her <laughs> birthday celebration uh, the next time. Um, we've got it all worked out, so that'll be just day one of the many festivities. Oh, I'm sure she'll love that. Oh, you getting excited there, sir? Birthday Eve uh, tomorrow. This time uh, we'll be uh, we'll be celebrating four and, and other things. I suppose four fifteen p.m. was when I was born tomorrow. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I I kind of wait till the official you know minute. So that that's that, that doesn't really count for me. Four <laughs> fifteen so in the afternoon. That, ex- that that explains why you're not a morning person, John. Even though you do a morning show, that, yeah. that, I've always wondered. That. I didn't go easy on my mom for that pregnancy either, and so I, I owe her a lot. I think it's probably a day I should celebrate her more than me. And yeah, and we should be re- she should be reminding you of that uh, as much as possible, at least on your birthday. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> Can't wait. All right. Well, it's good to be back. Thanks to Jimmy. Jimmy Olson back there covering for me yesterday. He covers for a lot of people, John. He'll be covering for you here in a moment, I think. Yeah. Uh, that, uh, Could love be. that guy and what they do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, let's get right to it this morning. We had some rain overnight from the WHO-TV 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwa. We did have thunderstorms move through early this morning in the metro area. We had a little bit of hail down south, and then uh, now they have severe thunderstorm warnings down in southern Iowa right now. So uh, Highway 34 corridor between Creston and uh, Ottumwa, they are getting the brunt of it, and some of that hail has been baseball size, so they're keeping an eye on that. Uh, currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios, we have 70 degrees with a west wind at 5 miles per hour. The humidity up there at 93% this morning. Today we will see partly to mostly sunny skies as the storms move through high of 88 degrees with north winds at 5 to 15 miles per hour tonight partly cloudy we could see some isolated storms once again overnight low of 67 degrees and tomorrow showers and thunderstorms later in the day on your thursday high of 88 degrees and on friday isolated storms as humidity picks up with a high of 88 degrees weekend not looking too bad partly cloudy highs in the mid to upper 80s well in the news on this wednesday morning well primary elections were held yesterday across the state of Iowa and uh, some of the winners last night who now advanced to the uh, to this fall's general election which will be held on Tuesday November 3rd in the Democratic race for U.S. Senator uh, Teresa Greenfield uh, uh, will face off against Joni Erse as Greenfield tallied 48 percent of the vote followed by uh, retired Admiral Michael Franken with 25 percent Kimberly Graham finished with 15 percent and Eddie Morrow finishing with 11 percent in the Republican primary race for U.S. House uh, it was uh, State Senator Randy Feenstra upending 18-year incumbent Stephen King, 46% to 36%. So Randy Feenstra will advance to the uh, U.S. House race in November. Polk County Supervisors here locally in District 3 on the uh, northeast and eastern sides of Polk County. Republican incumbent Stephen Van Ort outlasted Pleasant Hill Mayor Saren uh, Karaski, uh, 40% to 30%, with Wes Enos uh, gathering 29%. And finally, uh, in the Iowa House race here in Des Moines and District 35, incumbent Akeo Abdul Samad uh, garnered 81% of the vote, outlasting uh, Calvada Williams, who garnered 19%. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Iowa high school baseball and softball teams began practicing this past Monday, and first games will be played here in two weeks on June 15th. We have our Dowling baseball and softball schedule somewhat finalized. We know our first game will be uh, it'll be Dowling baseball on a Wednesday, June 15th. Dowling will have their home opener, and they'll take on Des Moines Lincoln. Joe Stacy will have the call. That game will get underway at 5 o'clock at George Cadero Field. It'll be a 5 o'clock 
o'clock doubleheader. So the first game for the Maroons at home Wednesday, June 15th, Lincoln at Dowling. You can hear the game right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have 70 degrees with the west wind at 5 miles per hour. And today we'll see partly to mostly sunny skies as those storms move through earlier this morning with a high of 88 degrees. North winds at 5 to 15 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Wednesday morning. John Leonetti Show coming up. Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Things are uh, looking good this morning. No problem to pass along. We are accident-free. Thanks to Builder Kent Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Kent has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Appreciate that, my friend. I tell you, this is uh, this has been a interesting time, to say the least, friends. And uh, I, I know that um, I, yesterday I read a little bit of the good news that Bishop Johnson is... Uh, Phase one in many in many areas, and he's offered some dates for phase one, of course, for Warren and Polk counties and and others. This has been a um, this has been a, a good thing, and I, and I want to make sure to highlight some of the good that's happening right now, and many people working hard to be able to get people back to mass. Uh, in light of everything, of course, as well, we've had George Floyd. Um, Pope Francis actually prays for the soul of George Floyd and for peace and justice in the United States. Uh, coming from the Vatican, the Pope Wednesday said that he is praying for the soul of George Floyd and all victims of racism, adding that nothing is gained by violence. Quote, dear brothers and sisters in the United States, I've witnessed with great concern the disturbing social unrest in your nation in these past days following the tragic death of Mr. George Floyd. We cannot tolerate or turn a blind eye to racism and exclusion in any form and yet claim to defend the sacredness of every human life. At the same time, we have to recognize that the violence of recent nights is self-destructive and self-defeating. Nothing is gained by violence, and so much is lost. Uh, Pope Francis prayed for the intercession of Our Lady of Guadalupe, the patroness of America, to intercede for peace, justice, and reconciliation in the United States at the end of his Wednesday uh, audience. Today, quote, I join the church in St. Paul in Minneapolis and of all the United States in praying for the rest of the soul of George Floyd and all the others who have lost their lives because of the sin of racism. Let us pray for the comfort of families and friends who are heartbroken. Pray for a nation, uh, national reconciliation and for peace that we yearn for. So if you think the Pope isn't paying attention, for folks, uh, the Holy Father pays attention. And he knows what's happening in, in different parishes and different church. Uh, well, not parishes, I want to say, but uh, in, in the church at large uh, and certainly in different countries. So he is uh, he's well aware of what's happening in the United States. And we know that the Holy Father is on it and praying for every single one of us.
I'm going to leave some extra time here because we're going to have Father Dwight Longenecker coming up now uh, after this. And he's author of the new book, Immortal Combat. Uh, there's a whole thing, a lot that, that he gets into on this. And, and really, I think it's going to be a lot of fun because one of the main points of the book that I want to talk about is the understanding of sacrifice and what it is that we mean when we talk about sacrifice. Also, he gets into spiritual warfare. Uh, I don't think the book is just for serious committed Catholics either, but I'm going to ask him if it's for the everyday casual Catholic. I think you might be surprised by his answer on that. Father Dwight Longenecker coming up right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Leonetti in the morning right here on this Wednesday, June 3rd. Thanks, folks, for being a part of the show. And a thank you to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Customer satisfaction always comes first, whether it be plumbing, heating, air conditioning services for nearly 20 years. Golden Rule. The thing that I I like about them is they have their technicians and they're trained in their own in-house training facility. 100% satisfaction guarantee. GoldenRulePHC.com. That is GoldenRulePHC.com. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at blessmentinternational.org. That's blessmentinternational.org. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. The number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for underwriting Christ is the Answer with Father Ricardo and for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Father Ricardo is featured daily at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. Confluence Brewing Company is located off the bike trail south of Grays Lake, confluencebrewing.com. This is Dr. David Anders, host of Call to Communion. Catholic Radio is the best tool we have for evangelization in the church today. I believe your support of your Catholic Radio station can make an eternal difference in the life of an individual, a family, and in society. So support Catholic Radio. Would you consider a $30 a month donation? Your support keeps Iowa Catholic Radio on the air, connecting people to Christ. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. We believe in God the Father. We believe in Jesus Christ. We believe in We're working on getting Father Dwight on here. And he's given us new life. 
should have him on soon. We'll see what we can do here for his new book, Immortal Combat. Uh, in the meantime, I read a uh, just a great blog piece the other day I wanted to share with you. This in the archives for me. Had this on sto- in store for tomorrow, but I'm pulling it out right now as we await Father Dwight. Um, and it was from Monsignor Charles Pope. And uh, the, the gist of it is, is the Lord is asking each and every one of us two questions. And the questions that you can find are, uh, are right there in sacred scripture in Genesis. And the two questions that the Lord asks all of us in life, and the two questions that we need to be prepared really to answer, number one is, Adam, where are you? And number two is, who told you that you were naked? Uh, Monsignor says that God's first question has almost the quality of a plaintive cry. Because Adam is the head of the household, when God calls Adam, he is also seeking Eve. Monsignor says that, uh, of course, God knows where Adam and Eve are. He is really saying, Adam, Eve, your heart has been hidden from me. What has happened? Where are you going with your life? This is the crucial question for all of us, he says, who so easily wayward in the dull of heart in the spiritual life. Namely, where are you? I was doing some praying on this the other day, and the reason is is because uh, I was doing some writing on it, this specifically, uh, where, where God asks Adam, and of course, God knows where, where Adam is when Adam and Eve begin to hide because of their sin. God knows exactly where they are. He built the garden. But yes, he still asks. He still asks, where are you? That he, in a way, wants us to answer, wants us to cry out to him. This was a, a deep reflection for me the other day. I, I I, uh, just full disclosure here in my prayer life and, uh, and, and praying with this, of course, writing on it the other day as well, I really came to, to, to try to understand why, why doesn't God just kind of pick us off, pull us up, here you are and turn us around. But it's almost like God wants us first to come to an awakening, an awakening of, of that we've turned our backs on him. That we've turned away from him. I don't think anyone would really argue that in a lot of ways this is what we see in our world today. That we see a people adrift. People that have turned, our hearts have grown cold to the gospel. That we've lost ourselves in a lot of ways. We've turned our hearts, we've turned our backs and again, kind of our hearts have grown stale. Monsignor says it, and it's almost as if Adam and Eve had a place in God's heart and suddenly are absent from that place. Noticing it at once, God seeks them as a shepherd, looks for his lost sheep. There's a lot going on there. What is it? The first part, I think, of what he's saying here is, is that we were made for God and God only, a part of his heart. That we weren't made for anything else in the world. That we were made for God. And noticing it, at once, God seeks them out then as a shepherd. So God, the move of, of humanity here has been to take ourselves out of right relationship with God, to turn our hearts away from him, to grow cold towards him. And yet God could give up. But the story of the gospel, the story of, of the Bible, sacred scripture, is that God still chases after us. You see this pattern kind of throughout sacred scripture over and over again. In my prayer, I've I've imagined God literally running after me. 
and I'm a very imaginative kind of uh, prayer. <laughs> it's the way I pray, kind of an Ignatian uh, form uh, and style, where I kind of imagine myself. I put myself in the Gospels here. I put myself in, in sacred scripture when I pray. But yes, this is, this is what God is, is doing. So we've, we've turned our backs. There's one. We've run away. We've hidden ourselves. But yet God still thirsts for us. God still yearns for us. He desires for us to turn back to him. Mother Teresa talked about this a lot, actually, this, this thirsting of God. Of course, he says this on, on, the, um, on the cross. He says, I thirst. And that was so moving. Of course, those were the two words that Jesus spoke to Mother uh, during Inspiration Day, as she called it, and her sisters would call it, when our Lord would speak to her and basically tell her his plan, where she would now uh, leave the Sisters of Loretto and she would become a missionary uh, the, the, she would begin her own religious order. And those are the two words, I thirst. And she wrote a reflection on that. It's a long reflection. Um, if you just Google I thirst Mother Teresa, it'll probably come up. I've used it in, in retreats before. It is a powerful reflection. Let me just say that. But rather, when, when you know, it, it kind of takes a different play here on St. Augustine, if you will. Because, you know, Augustine talks about his yearning for God, his thirst for God. My heart was restless until it rested in you. And he talks about, you know, the, 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 um, the emptiness that he lived with, that he had throughout his entire life until he found what it was that he's been looking for all along, who it was that he's been looking for all along. And he dabbled into everything, not finding anything. Until finally his heart was fulfilled. He found the meaning, the reason, the purpose to his life. That was union with God. But Mother, she looked at this kind of from the opposite here. She looked at it not as a, a uh, you know, the, the human person just thirsting for God. Yes, and she acknowledged that. But God thirsts for us. God is thirsting for us from the cross. God thirsts for us. He thirsts for the people that hung him there. He thirsts for, for their conversion, for union with them, for them to turn their, their hardened hearts, their cold hearts back to him. It's interesting that it's not just the world that is thirsting for God. We see this, we know it, but yet God is thirsting for us. And God seeks us. God seeks us out. That's what the shepherd does with his sheep constantly. And I think it's a good thing just to reflect on this morning, friends, is God is chasing after us. God is running after you right now. No matter who you are, where you are, no matter how much you think you can hide from God, we can't. God is running after us, full speed ahead. Of course, we have a say in it. We can say no. No thanks. But yet, God desires us. Monsignor continues in his reflection, It is interesting that he is seeking them, not pursuing them. There is nothing here to imply an angry father, bent on punishment and venting his anger, Pursuing those who have done wrong? No, this is a soulful cry from God. Hmm. 
So the seeking that God sets out for the human heart, for the whole world right now, a world that in, in many cases has turned its back on God, has run away from God, seeks fulfillment and everything else away from God. God runs after us, but not as an angry father. Not as a father who seeks to punish or destroy. But a God who loves. A God who is crying from his soul. And it's a soulful cry. You hear that a lot in uh, the diary of St. Faustina. Where she talks about God's sadness. And when Jesus would appear to her, his, his sadness, his, his utter you know, devastation. In some cases, she couldn't take it. But this utter devastation from God, that souls would turn away from him, which is why she constantly, uh, which is why she constantly, uh, or he would constantly ask her to pray for the conversion of souls and a sacrifice for the conversion of hearts and souls to work towards that with the entire life. And I think, you know, as Monsignor says, we have to ask these questions. Number one, where is our heart? On what are our desires focused? Where are we and where are we going? It's much like Jesus asks Peter, do you love me? And how will we answer? The second question God asks us always in the spiritual life, number one is, Adam, where are you? And just insert your, your name there. Insert your name there, blank, where are you? Number two, who told you that you were naked? Monsignor says, we do well to understand that the nakedness here is about more than a lack of clothes, which they didn't even need moments ago, he says in the story. It more fully refers to the experience of feeling exposed, vulnerable, inadequate, unduly humiliated before God and others. God asks us this question too, Monsignor Pope says, who told you that you were naked? In other words, who told you that you were wretched? an inadequate such, that you need to hide from me. I never told you that. Clearly Satan has bedeviled you and lied to you. Hmm. See the shame that comes over them. And, and at one point, you know, this turning away from God, it is a, a statement or kind of an act that says, I, listen, I, I got this. My life is my own. You know, you do you. We hear the mantras of the world all the time in this. Yeah, this this isn't about uh, this is about me, Lord. I'll take it from here. This is my life, and we grapple onto it. In a lot of ways, God says, "I I want you back." You know, who told you you were naked? Life isn't just about you. Here's some further things for many of us. Monsignor says, "Who told you that you are ugly?" that others are better than you, that you do not measure up, that others are laughing at you, that your inadequacies are all that others see. I did not tell you this. They are not the source of your dignity. I am. And isn't this again, use the same word here, the pattern that we often see in the world today? That the world wants itself, uh, the, the world wants um, the life on, on its own terms. You know, we all want life on our, on our own terms. Life is about me. We see selfishness and greed and ego and all the things in the world today and in ourselves. Of course, remember, when we point our fingers at someone else, we've got three pointing back at us. We're all very selfish. 
and we look at that selfishness and we think, you know, you, the world says, you know, go get your own. It's, it's all about you. And yet so much of the world finds themselves isolated and miserable because of these same mantras that the world gives. You know, we find ourselves beating ourselves up on a regular basis. Or you're ugly. You're, you're, you don't measure up. You're inadequate. And yet we kind of repeat the cycle. I can bust through it. I, I, can, I can overcome this and I, I can overcome my inadequacies and struggles and difficulties on my own without God. And God says it doesn't work like that. I need you. I want you. You need me. So let that be a little reflection this morning. I really found that to be something very interesting um, from Monsignor Pope's uh, blog. And just kind of a little spiritual reflection for us this morning. Again, had that in the archive for tomorrow. Um, but uh, we'll see if we can reschedule Father Dwight. Coming up, second half hour, Bo Bonner, uh, Director of Mission and Ministry at Mercy College of Health Sciences, going to talk about the Holy Spirit. Going to try to get a little bit deeper today on the theology of the Holy Spirit, because I think uh, of the three uh, of the three persons, one God, uh, I think the, the Holy Spirit is the one most forgotten or most neglected, and in a lot of ways, most misunderstood. So we'll have Bo on to come in and clear a lot of that up for us here on this Wednesday, June 3rd. Thanks for being a part of the show today, friends. John Lee in the morning, right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. And a thank you to Blessman International for underwriting the show. Well, I, I talked to someone, a videographer, that uh, did work for Blessman International in their gala, and, and I guess they did quite well. In fact, they even went over the amount that they were looking for uh, to raise to be able to help Limpopo, South Africa, the children, the families there. And I was just so thrilled to be able to hear that because I know that uh, everyone's kind of had to do something a little bit different nowadays, and uh, they did it, and they did it really well, blessmaninternational.org, thank you for underwriting the show. Thank you for your example. Thank you for your mission and all you continue to do to help families everywhere, and especially right there in South Africa, blessmaninternational.org. Father Andrew now with today's Gospel and Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Some Sadducees, who say there is no resurrection, came to Jesus and put this question to him, saying, Teacher, Moses wrote for us, If someone's brother dies, leaving a wife but no child, his brother must take the wife and raise up descendants for his brother. Now there were seven brothers. The first married a woman and died, leaving no descendants. So the second brother married her and died, leaving no descendants, and the third likewise. And the seven left no descendants. Last of all, the woman also died. At the resurrection, when they arise, whose wife will she be? For all seven had been married to her. Jesus said to them, Are you not misled because you do not know the scriptures or the power of God? When they rise from the dead, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but they are like the angels in heaven. As for the dead being raised, have you not read in the book of Moses, in the passage about the bush, how God told him, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob? He is not God of the dead, but of the living. You are greatly misled. The Gospel of the Lord. Jesus twice describes the Sadducees as being misled, victims of their own false reasoning about the resurrection. The sacrament of matrimony ends when one of the spouses dies, and no other sacrament is needed in heaven, since at that point we'll enjoy the fullness of God's grace. 
If we're not careful, we too may be misled. A balance of human reasoning and divinely given faith is needed for the Christian disciple to stay true to God's teaching. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePHD.com. Golden Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Well, Deacon Tony said that Monsignor Charles Pope was talking about uh, what he wrote earlier uh, in in uh, during their show. So, Deacon, I know you said that really hit you pretty hard. I didn't know that. Of course, I wasn't listening. Well, I was prepping for your show, yeah. and um, he's talking about Genesis. And I thought, I've been kind of, Genesis has been on my mind lately, but I thought this might be interesting. And my gosh, yeah. just hit me right between the eyes that God looks for you no matter what. Well, he might be trying to tell you something, because like I said, I didn't know uh, what uh, what Monsignor, that Monsignor was sharing that. So you get your double dose this morning. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> but it was. It's powerful. And, and Monsignor Charles Pope, he's, he's just got such a beauty uh, to his writing style. It's um. It almost just kind of seamless. It's poetic in a lot of ways. So I love reading this stuff. All right, Bo Bonner coming up in the second half hour. We're going to talk about the Holy Spirit. Get a little bit deeper this morning on the theology of the Holy Spirit, friends, because I think he's the forgotten person of the Most Holy Trinity. Uh, we, we understand or talk a lot about and talk to God the Father and God the Son, but sometimes we just kind of leave the Holy Spirit uh, on his own. So we'll talk to Bo. Uh, about that and really kind of um, bringing the Holy Spirit, the power down in all of our lives. Of course, celebrating Pentecost on Sunday. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God in prayer. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus in the church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning once again, John. Happy Wednesday to you, the uh, eve of your birthday. Oh, yes. can't wait till tomorrow. How was the nap? Huh? Oh, am I still sleeping? Well, Maybe I am. Deacon Tony was supposed to set the alarm. I, I didn't... You have my on twenty minutes, twenty minutes be- between. Uh, after this, you can go, yeah. Mark. Yeah, now do, do, you, do, you, do your spot. <laughs> do you get the day off today? No, no. Oh, this okay. Clean up, clean well, up day, boy. We know. we got to do a lot of chasing stuff down. Hopefully by Friday, everything will be uh, well in hand. But uh, we're going to try to make it today. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah you were out but, there. Uh, yeah, it was a busy day yesterday, and again, I'd like to thank all the, uh, the people out there, the election workers, the poll workers at each precinct, not only here in Polk County, but all over the state. They did a great job, man in the front lines, 
I'd like to thank all the voters. They did a great job, too, with minimal issues. Um, those will be resolved, whatever they are, hopefully in the few, next few days. Now, you let know, me ask you. always have that. Were numbers up or down or kind of normal? Way up for in, a primary. For in-person yeah. voting? In-person voting, not so much, but uh, a ballot ballots that were mailed, John, that was huge. Yeah. I mean, we had close to 70,000 here in Polk County mailed. And about a seventy percent return rate on that, so that is that's tremendous. And that's a that's hats off the people that do that. And I'm one of them. I, I mail you know mine in. I vote before the election because I have to. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, big numbers. And normally primaries are not that uh, well attended. You know, well, you know, people don't vote as much during that. They wait for the the big one in November. Mm-hmm. So there you that's go. off to everybody yesterday. Good, good, good. Yeah. How about yourself? Did you uh, did you participate uh, this year, Mr. Leonetti? Not in this. We'll put you on the spot. No, I'm normally the November 4th guy, or November 3rd guy. That's normally me. I see. Yeah. I see. No wonder everything in Urbandale went flawless. Yeah. I talked to the, the precinct captain last night. I said, do you have any problems with some guy named Leonetti? No, <laughs> never saw him. I said, no wonder you didn't. You had such a great day. No, no. issues. I, uh, I, I'm nor- I, I like to go to, I mean, I know a lot of people send in their ballots and, and I think that's great. I, I like to go. Mm-hmm. I kind of like the experience, you know, I like the sticker. You get the sticker and wear it around, you know, that whole thing. John, I got a whole roll of stickers if you wanted. I oh, okay, good. Make that happen for you. If you, if <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you I'm do. not sure I can have access to that, you know, just to, yeah, I understand that. And, and a lot of people do, but now with our society, the way it is right. with all these, uh, in, um, uh, the, the COVID-19, we're recovering for that, not knowing what that's going to be like in November. Uh, that was one reason why they went to the mostly mail ballot. But a lot of people do like to vote in person. I get that. That's patriotic. But I'll say this. If you have to go out of town and all of a sudden they're going to vote by mail, and they never do, but they if something family emergency, business, they'll vote by mail. So yeah. it all it all works out. The well, thing is, to. vote. That's the, that's the issue. That is the issue. All right. So... All right, we'll we'll wait your birthday and no celebration tonight, no parade. Oh, that wait a sec, that's your wife that does that. Yeah, uh, just she gets the week long birthday. Um, you let her blow out your candles. Me, because, I just get no. Know, that's normally the kids' you know, job too. Actually, we're pretty protective of that. You know, the kids think it's their day. So uh, when it's anyone right. else's birthday, so we. Um, <laughs> I thought so. I say, hey, hey, John, no, 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 you, you sit down over there. This is dad gets to to make the wish here. Dad gets this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dad gets the big plate that says, you know, this is your day. I, I know right. we got one of those pass it. We pass it along a plate. You know, this is your day. This there is you your go. birthday. Yeah. There you go. All right, sir. Uh, it's good to be back. I want to thank Jimmy for filling in yesterday. I don't know how, how he did with you, but uh, always glad to have Jimmy fill in and take the uh, take the knife for me. He did a great job. <laughs> great. All right, let's get to it. We had a little rumbling uh, storms come through this morning, folks, from the Mercy One Studios and. WHO TV 13 uh, meteorologist Megan Selwell. We had thunderstorms move through here in Des Moines, the Greater Des Moines area, about four o'clock this morning. We had hail down in Winterset, and they still has severe thunderstorm warnings down there by Lamoni right now in southern Iowa. Hail is high or as big as uh, baseball size in some parts. So be mindful of that if you're traveling south of Des Moines. But currently at the Mercy One Studios, partly cloudy and 70 degrees. West wind at five miles per hour. The humidity up there at 93 percent. And today it's going to be a pretty good day. Partly to mostly sunny as the storms have moved through central. Iowa thus far. Today's high 88 degrees. North winds at 5 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight, partly cloudy. We could see some isolated storms once again. Overnight low of 67 degrees. 
And then tomorrow, showers and thunderstorms late on your Thursday, a high of 88 degrees. And on Friday, isolated storms also possible, but the humidity picks up, high of 88 degrees. And then on the weekend, partly cloudy, highs in the mid to upper 80s for Saturday and Sunday. Well, in the news on this uh, Wednesday morning, uh, primary elections were held across the state of Iowa yesterday. And some of the winners last night who now advance to this fall's general election, and that'll be held on Tuesday, November 3rd, in the Democratic primary race for U.S. Senator. That was a statewide race. Teresa Greenfield tallied 48%, and uh, retired uh, Rear Admiral Michael Franklin uh, finished with 25%, Kimberly Graham with 15%, and Eddie Morrow 11%. So Teresa Greenfield moves on, and she'll face incumbent uh, U.S. Senator Joni Ernst in November. In the primary race in the Republican side for U.S. House District 4 up in northwest Iowa, uh, State Senator Randy Feenstrom from Hall upended 18-year incumbent Stephen King. Feenstrom tallied 46% of the vote. Stephen King with 36%. The Polk County Supervisor race on the northeast side of Des Moines in District 3, Republican Incumbent Steve Van Ort held off uh, challenger uh, Sue Karonsky from the mayor of uh, Pleasant Hill, 40% to 30%. Wes Enos finishing with 29% in that three-way race. And finally, in Iowa House District 35 right here in Greater Des Moines, incumbent Democratic uh, uh, State Senator, or, or State Representative, rather, Akeo Abdul-Samad tallied 81% as he held off uh, Calvada Williams, who finished with 19%. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Once again, Iowa High School baseball and softball teams, they began practicing uh, this past Monday, June 1st. The first games are scheduled two weeks later here on Monday, June 15th. And we have pretty much our Iowa, Iowa Catholic Radio baseball and softball schedule uh, ready for uh, as we follow Dowling once again. High school baseball, our season opener, and Dowling's home opener will be on Wednesday, June 15th, Lincoln at Dowling. We'll have the broadcast here on Iowa Catholic Radio on that baseball game. Five o'clock begins the doubleheader. We'll cover both games. And Joe Stacy, the veteran on the call uh, this summer with Iowa Catholic Radio and high school baseball and softball. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, we have partly cloudy skies, 70 degrees, with a west wind at 5 miles per hour. And today, we'll have partly to mostly sunny skies throughout the day, a high of 88 degrees, with north winds at 5 to 15 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Wednesday morning John Leonetti show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities, is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Still accident-free as we continue with our drive this morning. Again, lots of construction out there, so just be aware of that as you are out and about today. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Uh, you did a good job yesterday, by the way, filling in for Mark. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah, good job. Uh, <laughs> do, do I write the check out to you, or <laughs> can I do it in cans? <laughs> you do it in cans. That'd be just fine. Of course, don't let a, it go to your head, yeah, Jimmy. Don't let it go right? to your head, my friend. Let's go to your saint of the day. 
This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Today's saints sacrificed bodily comfort to ensure they were living by the message of the gospel. This is this is a big one today. Saints Charles Luganda and companions were Christians, both Catholics and Anglicans, who were martyred for their refusal to participate in immoral acts. Most were servants of a local chieftain who expected sexual favors from his pages, male and female. Charles refused to participate and protected his fellow pages from those advances from the ruler. They were imprisoned, and there Charles instructed them in the faith in Jesus Christ and encouraged them to hold fast to the Catholic truth. Charles and his fellow pages were burned alive by the chieftain. They were canonized by Pope Pius, excuse me, Pope Paul VI. We ask today the courage of St. Charles, Lubaganda, and companions to pray for us. Amen. And a thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for underwriting our saint of the day and all he continues to do for us here at Iowa Catholic Radio. We appreciate it. 515-224-7966. Thank you. Uh, coming up right after this, Bo Bonner, uh, he is going to be, we're going to be talking about the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit, and how it is that we can't neglect the Holy Spirit in each and every one of our lives. Coming off of Pentecost here, the power of the Holy Spirit right after this. John Leonetti in the morning, right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks for being a part of the show today. And a big thank you to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show, a Catholic veteran family with a wide range of high-quality hardscape services, including paver patios, sidewalks, retaining walls, premium boulder walls, window wells, and more. 515-493-1060, fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Thank you for underwriting the show. That's fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Your diocesan minute is right now. This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Wednesday, June 3rd. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Celebrating a birthday today is Father James Clefman. Father Clefman is among our retired priests. Happy birthday! Did you know you can view Bishop Johnson's weekly video reflection on Facebook, YouTube, and the Diocese of Des Moines website? He often reflects on current news and events, as well as the Sunday Gospel reading. Catch his latest reflection on Facebook, YouTube, and at dmdiocese.org. The Diocese of Des Moines will be celebrating on Friday, June 12th, as three of our seminarians, Brad Roby, Jake Epstein, and Reed Flood, will be ordained transitional deacons for the Diocese of Des Moines. This is their last step before ordination to priesthood next year. You can participate in this celebration virtually by tuning into facebook.com slash dmdiocese at 5 p.m. on June 12th for a live stream of the ordination mass. That's Friday, June 12th at 5 p.m. on Facebook. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Listen to Man Up with Joe Stopulis Monday mornings at 9 on Iowa Catholic Radio and on demand at iowacatholicradio.com and the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. 
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Christ is the Answer with Father John Ricardo is provided by Confluence Brewing Company, brewed locally and featuring regular, seasonal, and limited-release beers available at local stores, bars, and restaurants. Confluence Brewing Company at 1235 Thomas Beck Road, off the bike trail south of Grays Lake, and online at confluencebrewing.com. Confluence Brewing Company offers curbside service and would like to thank you for your support. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks for joining me, friends. John Leonetti in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show today. Let's go to Bo Bonner, Director of Mission and Ministry at Mercy College of Health Sciences. Hello, Bo. Good morning, John. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine this morning. Let's talk about the Holy Spirit. I think one of the most misunderstood and or ignored of uh, a person of the Most Holy Trinity. I don't know. What do you think? Well, yeah, I think it uh, makes sense that that can be the case. Uh, you know, when we have the the sort of scope of, of the stories that we know from the, the Old Testament, the New Testament, and of course, uh, you know, God the Father uh, being associated with the Old Testament, not exclusively by any means, but we, we hear people praying to the Father, we think of the Father. Then, of course, Jesus Christ the Son, so we see him, we see his ministry. The Holy Spirit, of course, plays a prominent role, uh, shows up in the New Testament as it will, but sometimes it's hard for us to kind of think about where. it's. Uh, and, and you think that another sort of alternate title of maybe the Book of Acts of the Apostles could be the Acts of the Holy Spirit, and you can start to see how the Holy Spirit undergirds so much, and because he does, it's easy for us to sometimes forget of him specifically as a person of the Trinity that we're called to uh, not only ruminate on and meditate on, but call on in prayer and ask for a relationship in our life. Yeah, I I think this is, uh, for me, I never really came to know the Holy Spirit. I never even really prayed uh, asking uh, for the Holy Spirit's guidance and and, uh, protection and courage and, and all the gifts. I mean, I memorized the gifts when I was a kid. Uh, you know, and, and I remember kind of being taught kind of surface level of it, but the power that we have here at our disposal in the Holy Spirit, I mean, it, it comes alive. Pentecost really just kind of highlights that. Right. The birth of the church and its, its sort of birth uh, coming out of the gates at full speed that we see in the Acts of the Apostles and then just know historically about um, its spread among all sorts of people. And like you said, that we, we have a daily uh, life in that life. We, we breathe that breath daily as long as we breathe uh, the breath of the Church. Um, again, it, it, that might be a good metaphor to think about. You know, breathing is such a, a central role in everything we do, but it's also easy to forget about um, because uh, we, we automatically do it, all these things like this. You only notice when uh, it starts to be restricted and uh, that's when, you know, all of a sudden now, right, it's a pressing matter in your life. But the Holy Spirit works the same way in the spiritual life. Uh, the, the sort of variability to, to pray as we ought, as uh, St. Paul says, is because of the Holy Spirit. And I think that's also a sort of good bellwether, right, that if we're not taking time to be mindful, not in the sort of New Age way that everybody's talking about it, but just literally to have your mind full of the fact that underneath every sort of spiritual breath you take is the Holy Spirit, that we're not 
taking enough time to slow down, look into our interior life, and realize that God is already present there. Yeah. I uh, One of the things that um, I learned, and I think all of us can learn about the Holy Spirit when I was um, in, in school, studying grad school uh, for this, was that the Holy Spirit um, has been at work in my life every time I pray. Even And I didn't even know it, you know, because the Catechism of the Catholic Church talks about that prayer is really the Holy Spirit speaking through us. Expand on that a little bit. Right. So the Holy Spirit, you know, the two ways that you have interacted yourself as a Christian with the Holy Spirit the most is the prayer life that you have, that you're able to lift up your heart to actually speak uh, to God, right? So, like, every prayer act is Trinitarian. We speak to the Father, through the Son, by the power of the Holy Spirit. And all of those things work together in us. So, if you will, the Holy Spirit in us meets, as it were, uh, the, the the reality of Jesus Christ and the second person of the Trinity, who in his own way, right, as the eternal high priest, offers up our prayers before God the Father, because the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit are one. Um, but then the other way, of course, right, that the Holy Spirit speaks uh, is through the liturgy. And so when we're at Mass, when we pray the office, when we listen to the Scripture, Holy Spirit is speaking to us. And so um, you... you if you, you sort of study the broad scope of maybe ecumenical studies or historical ones, people will will try to make the Holy Spirit be pigeonholed and like, oh, well, the Holy Spirit does new stuff, or the Holy Spirit does charismatic stuff. The Holy Spirit does all sorts of things, right? But speaking, speaking and breathing, everything to do with breath and gushes of wind, right, and fire, right, the vital living fuel, as it were, that propels us forward. All of that is the Holy Spirit. And you can go through all of your spiritual life not thinking much about it. You know, the Holy Spirit's not jealous in that sort of way. What you're missing out, uh, the, the, the person missing out is you, right? That to understand the sort of way that we talk about God is underneath all things and, and holds all things up, well, that's the Holy Spirit. And to be honest about that and to take time to meditate on that, and to have a relationship with that relationship of love between the Father and the Son uh, is, is it's a spiritual well far too few people uh, take living water from. Does the Spirit ever speak uh, apart from the Church? No. Uh, so uh, apart from the Church, of course, would be a loaded statement uh, of what you mean. So, like, does the does the Spirit ever speak against, like, dogmatic uh, declarations of the church the right you're, you're, a, been, you're a newman yeah. guy uh, con- can can the holy spirit kind of lead my conscience down a different uh, road right so no and by the way you have a minute the and a half. yeah yeah the thing <laughs> uh, uh, so, so the holy spirit will never lead us into error or against the church but this idea like you would say of like hinting at newman about the development of doctrine right to see the full flourishing of some truth that is the Holy Spirit guiding us through time to take what is ever ancient and unchanging, the, the, uh, the, the foundations of the truth, the deposit of the faith, uh, but then enlivening it to the specific occasion that our world calls it to be expressed as. So the Holy Spirit is both ever ancient, ever new, like the Church, and will never lead us from the Church, but will lead the Church into its fullness of flowering. You did it. I try. You, you always do it. <laughs> nice work. Uh, Bo Bonner, everyone. Uh, you got your show today? 
That's right. We're going to have uh, uh, Matthew Umbarger uh, on one more time to talk about the allegorical uh, interpretation of uh, the Bible when it comes to moral problems in the Old Testament. So, All right. Uh, so good. The uncommon yep. good, 10 o'clock in the morning, 10 o'clock in the evening. Dr. Bud Marr, Bo Bonner, you can uh, see it podcasted as well, or hear it podcasted at iowacatholicradio.com. Talk to you soon, brother. God bless, John. All right. That's Bo, everyone. That puts this show in the books. Be back on live tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in today. Deacon Tony, would you give us your blessing? Heavenly Father, protector of all who hope in you, bless your people, keep them safe, defend them, prepare them that free from sin and safe from the enemy, they may persevere always in your love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. I am John Lee friends. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Well, many a dream has died. Like a tree planted by the water, we never will run dry. So living water flowing through, God, we thirst for more of you. Fill our hearts and flood our souls with one desire. Just to know you and to make you known. Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.